0: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, June 3rd, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Apparently it rains every day now. It didn't stop the Buckeyes from having a great camp in Columbus yesterday. Recruiting is back on campus. We are joined by 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting Steve Wolfong. Steve, how are you today?
1: Doing great, Daniel. Doing great. The sun is shining. Sun in and down high 70 through Dayton, all the way to Columbus. We need it. It's not cool here. However, what was very
0: cool, Ohio State hosting prospects on campus yesterday. We've been waiting for this for years, it feels like. If you are a devout BM5 listener, you knew Ohio State's first offer to a 2023 quarterback was Malachi Nelson, and he's going to go elsewhere. We asked Steve Woltfong Lowe about three weeks ago who he thought the next offer would be. And he was right. California quarterback Nico Iamaleva was offered yesterday at camp. However, very interestingly, Louisiana quarterback Eli Holstein, 2023, was also offered. These guys seem to be hitting the camp circuit. I don't know if it's purposely, but together. Please bring us up to speed on everything that is going on with quarterback offers. You knew about I Am Aleva. Are you surprised by Holstein? Some context, please.
1: Well, I was half right because uh, I didn't predict Holstein three weeks ago, but I'm not surprised he earned an offer. Seeing Holstein compete at the Elite 11 Regional in Indianapolis a few weeks ago, he put up big testing numbers, so he's one of the more athletic quarterbacks in this class. He's a big, strong, sturdy kid that can make all the throws, plays in a prolific offense down there at Zachary High in Louisiana, a, a competent kid. Both these young men are guys that are already at the top of some recruiting boards and being recruited, uh, um, heavily. And, and the buzz behind the scenes on both is very strong. So uh, no surprise that both these young men came to Ohio state and earned an offer. So we'll see what, where Ohio state stands moving forward. That's a school that's going to speak to many of these blue chip quarterbacks, uh, with the pedigree that Ryan day has, um, uh, at the position in the, the development that these guys have had under Day and Corey Dennis and company, um, are, is this, are the quarterbacks in the 2023 class that are considering Ohio State going to look at Ohio State the same way Kyle McCord looked at Ohio State? Uh, or is the depth chart and guys like Quinn Ewers coming in going to make it tough uh, for for uh, 20, you know, Ohio State to land one of these uh, coveted 2023s, you know, time will tell. But Ohio State continues to swing at the top guys in the country, and the reaction from both—I mean, those guys came to camp to earn the offer, so they're certainly interested in Ohio State. You know, we'll see how things progress moving forward. If you had to guess, do you
0: think they'll offer any more quarterbacks in the class?
1: Well, I think that other quarterbacks are coming and throwing. If they do a good job, I think they're going to cast a wide net at this point. So if there are guys that they think have the talent to do it, uh, instead of maybe keying in on uh, one or two guys this cycle, I think that they have to kind of cast a wider net with. And so if like a Dylan Lonergan comes up and throws well in camp, I think he gets an offer and other guys like that.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this a
1: lot and that Most of the quarterbacks,
0: virtually all of them, that get recruited at this level are not necessarily intimidated by the depth chart. However, I think it's fair to assume, and we've talked about this, Quinn Ewers is not a normal guy to have in front of you on the depth chart. And that will likely have some effect on recruiting, which we will follow. Yesterday was also a big day for a defensive back out of St. Louis. I feel like I've said that before when it comes to the Buckeyes. This name is Christian Gray out of the same high school as freshman Ja'Kalen Johnson, why do you think it took camp to earn it? And your thoughts on Gray?
1: Well, I think he's, you know, he's a guy that's got a lot of potential and promise, saw him play at a seven-on-seven event, a pylon seven-on-seven event in Indianapolis also, uh, where he showed a lot of traits and tools, and that was uh, – after running a sub-22 200-meter 20, 20, sub dash on his first ever track meet in the rain the day before. So he's got some juice to him. I don't know if the tape last year was electric, uh, um, but uh, that was as a sophomore. Uh, but I, I think that and, and it was also a four-game season for him, I believe. I think as a junior, he's really going to blossom. He's got all the tools to be terrific you know, a long, fast, smooth corner and uh, comes to the Ohio State campus and gets an offer. Another guy that
0: got offered from your stomp, I had actually not heard this name before, Kenneth Grant. This is a class of 2022 guy, and like I said, this means we have now offered two defensive linemen from the state of Indiana. That might be a record.
1: Yeah, Kenneth Grant's from two hours north of Indianapolis. He's in Merrillville. He's closer to Chicago, uh, um, but he plays on a football team that's had a lot of success lately in the state's largest class, made it to the semi-state uh, Two years ago, made it to the final eight last year, I believe. And he's been a big, big part of that in the middle, literally uh, 335 pounds. uh, uh, You know, defensive tackle, it's not a a super deep year. Uh, He's a guy that has a a, a lot of upside. He's throwing in the uh, Indiana track state finals this weekend. So in between throwing over 57 feet in the shot put uh, this past weekend, he comes to Ohio State's camp, earns an offer. Now he's going to go uh, down to the state track finals and, and, and try and meddle down there and then go up to Wisconsin on Monday. But it, he's been putting in a lot of work, as Coach said, uh, waiting for the moment for the big-time schools to see him when the pandemic was over and for him to work out. Not, not, not many schools more big-time than Ohio State. He goes to their camp and, and earns an offer in person. And at 335 pounds, explosive and tough and hard-nosed, you look at that ranking, um, but but you see a ton of potential uh, in, in Kenneth Grant. And, and if you're Ohio State readers, you're excited about a guy that comes to camp and, and earns it because uh, guys on the 2022 class are not just being handed out token offers if they come to camp and earn it.
0: Who else will be in the mix? Is this going to be a Midwest showdown as he emerges?
1: Well, he's going to go to Michigan next weekend, um, and they've already offered uh so uh, you know they he definitely has interest in, in Michigan and as they change up their defense they need players like him uh on the inside uh, uh his coach told me that he's going to save his officials for the fall games so I, I expect this i don't expect this recruitment to end early but uh, there's no question that the pedigree of Larry Johnson and the tradition at the position uh he was extremely excited leaving Columbus with an offer
0: Speaking of today, not the same visitor list because there aren't two camps. Yesterday we had one for the bigs and one for the skills. But defensive back Julian Humphrey is visiting. Can you bring us up to speed on his recruitment?
1: Yeah, he's committed to Florida. At one point was a huge Texas A&M lean. I think that an Ohio State offer, if he were to earn one, would make it interesting. You know, we'll see what happens. One of the fastest kids in the country, though, Dan. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and Steve's going to tell a great Quinn Ewer
0: story. We are back. We've covered what went on yesterday at Ohio State. It was fast and furious. If you need any more info, please check the front row. Bill Kerlick did a heroic job there yesterday, and there's a ton of content on the site. There's also great stuff from Greg Biggins and Steve Wolfong, who we have here. But Steve is going to share with you now another great story on Quinn Ewers, one of many.
1: Yeah, while rumors swirl on the net about a potential quarterback decommit nationally, and message board chatter followed uh, social media. The Quinn Ewers camp it couldn't be more excited to be a Buckeye. Uh, talking to his dad this week, um, they pointed to the fact that there hasn't been a quarterback that's played at Ohio State under Ryan Day that's been a three-year starter yet, which means they haven't gotten to the third year of that playbook, which they've seen, uh, and and it's pretty exciting. The the evolution that a quarterback could have under Ryan day in the Ewers camp's mind. And they want to be the guy that would be one of the guys that gets a chance to be a three year starter at Ohio state, potentially, and get to that third year of the playbook and, and be even more ready for a potential future in the NFL. And I think Ryan day has showed that part of the playbook off to the Ewers families that, Hey, I haven't been able to even get these pages yet uh, because our, our quarterbacks are so good. They're going in the first round. They're out of here before they get to this section. And I'm not directly quoting Ryan Day. That's just what I picked up uh, from it. But, um, you know, I think from the Ewers family's perspective right now, as going into senior year of high school is, hey, maybe I have a chance to get to that third, that third year of the playbook and be uh, even more pro-ready uh, when it's time for to put, put my name into the NFL draft.
0: I get the feeling with the Quinn Ewers group, there aren't a lot of maybes. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all.
1: See you on the front row. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war.